Hey yo, this podcast contains somewhat foul language and explicit content. Listener discretion is highly recommended. So now let's get on with it. listening to Day Macha with me, King Nas, and I want to start off my very own podcast with, I think, the most talked about topic to now hit the country, and that is post-GE, alright? So, um, as usual, um, the ruling party, which is PAP, won the elections, and um they got like 60 over 61% so which is clearly a mandate um but i am very very happy to report that um the workers party or wp secured 10 seats okay they won um haugang smc Um, they retain their stronghold, which is Haugang G- uh, Junit GRC. And for the first time in history, they um, get a new GRC, which is uh, Sengkang GRC, uh, which is um, newly formed. Alright. Okay. For those of you who watch the whole GE and election, the whole saga, right? I'm sure you all would have been very excited, especially for all those with um, strong opposition parties running. So the areas of contention that were um, very much on the eyes of the public at that point of time was, um, of course, number one, Sengkang GRC, because of that guy, um, James, Dr. James. And uh, Raisa Khan, uh, I will get to them in a minute. And the other one would be West Coast GRC, um, which is led by um, Progress for Singapore Party, uh, Dr. Tan Cheng Bok. In case of you, you guys don't know who Dr. Tan Cheng Bok is, okay, uh, remember the previous um, presidential elections, not the one that... Uh, uh, President Halima Yaakob got was the only one running ah, not that ah. Do you, do you remember a time where we actually had to vote for a president? Those of you who remembered it and voted for it, right? Okay. Tan Cheng Bok was one of the candidates for that presidency and lost to, of course, the PAP's favourite which was Dr. Tori Tan at that time. Okay. So, um, now he leads the um, PSP and contest in uh, 
many other areas but him directly he contested for uh, West Coast GRC so um, looking at the sample count and the eventual results of it right he his party almost won he, he got like 48% of the votes man so that was really one of the areas that I was really really hoping uh, for them to win okay and I'm like super duper fucking happy that WP won Sengkang GRC man okay so um, uh, this is actually uh, the one of the most exciting GEs that happened honestly compared to the others I mean like um, don't talk about the 2011 GE, uh, GE where um, WP for the first time won Aljunate GRC okay this was like, wow, I think the impact of social media really, really, really changed the whole game because number one, um, this uh, GE was held in the midst of a pandemic, okay? So naturally, uh, rallies were banned, uh, mass gatherings were banned, so parties had to be creative and they had to like... Um, use social media to their greatest extent to their advantage and I, I um, from what I see I mean they utilized it well I mean like WP had like you know online rallies and all that okay so um, at the at the gist of it right nine there were 93 seats up for election and 83 seats were taken by the PAP, okay. 10 seats were given to uh, WP, which is the most that, that this country has seen since the first GE, okay. Because all the way was PAP, man. It's all, all the way PAP. Then now we have like 10, you know, like, can you imagine like the next parliament sitting, there'll be like 83 white seats. Suddenly like, there'll be a row of like, blue blue uniform oh that'd be like fucking awesome right you can see like wow finally like a hammer the hammer will be represented in parliament together with super awesome then another one that will be interesting to watch right will be the top losers of the ge which will who will be awarded the 12th ncmp uh, which means the non non-constituency mps which is given to the top 12 losers like that's, that's not nice to say but it's the top 12 losers so I'm actually interested in knowing who are the 12 NC MPs because if I were to see from the results of the GE um, the PSP were the top losers especially uh, Dr. Tan Chainbox PSP in um, West Coast GRC because he got like 48% of the votes so um, but Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the controversy of it all. He said on social media that um, he is he disapproves of the uh, NCMP system uh, and if he were to be given that seat, he won't take it. But um, this was discussed during the uh, live coverage of the GE. Um, the reporters said that he may not take it but don't know whether his MPs or his um, other party members might take it. So that would be interesting to watch whether PSP would be, you know, the backbenchers 
you know so like so you can see like white in the main and then at the side there'll be blue and then at the back there'll be red because PSP is in red and all this and the damn power lah I tell you no, 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 so you know like at least we are like finally being represented there are like more voices to like, to speak up for the voiceless so that would be that would be nice um so now let's talk about Senkang GRC okay this this has been the game of the PAP for a very long time pre um GE they like to do this do this thing where they all act like as if they are they are salt bay so they like to carve out shit they have to keep carving out and carving out and carving out and what they do and what is the thing that they cover i'm not talking about meat guys they like to carve out territories man they like to carve out new boundaries they like to carve out new uh, grcs they like to cover a lot of shit and then hopefully that you know the vote will sway in their favor so that they can retain more territory okay one good example of this is sengkang grc Sengkang GRC is made up of like, you know, part, a bit of Pongol, a bit of Sengkang, a bit of here and a bit of there, or Rojak together, and then come out with Sengkang GRC. So, it's relatively a small GRC because the the candidates that are up for election, only four. So, it's like a four-member GRC. The, norm, the usual big ones, we are always used to the five GRC um, kind of... Um, candidates but this time it's only four so this election saw a quite a few uh grcs with only four uh candidates so so like i said they carved out new territories okay so um another example of a territory that they carve out new which is uh um pertaining to me is marymount smc okay so uh i where i stay I used to be part of Bishan Topayo GRC, which has always, always has been a PAP stronghold because, you know, the rich fucks support PAP. Everybody knows that fact, right? They'll be scared if the opposition wins because they'll be scared that everybody take their money from under their pillow. So, um, when I, um, you know, you can, before the GE, you can um, post, uh, check your 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 GRC or SMC uh, from your postal code, right? So when I key in my postal code and I was like so fucking shocked to find out that I was drafted under uh, Marymount SMC and then the whole media got into a fracas about this female general Alama, I tell you this this what is her name? Uh, shit I forgot that woman's name. She was like, she's like a former uh, army general in SAF, and then um, she was given this this SMC post, and then after that she, I don't know how come lah, she can win. I really don't know how come. Yeah, yeah, her name, Kan Xiao Huang. Yeah, uh, she she got fifty five percent of the vote. She won against a uh, PSP's uh, Doctor Ang Yongguan. Um, so that was sad, lah, because I was really hoping for the PSP to take many more SMC. Like, finally, there'll be like a opposition in this area, 
instead of you know all the way you know you know Bishan Topayo Jasi as is such a stronghold of the PAP that a few times uh, I think if I'm not wrong in the 2011 election it was a freaking walkover lah sial you know I was like eh everybody vote and vote and vote there like eh where my voting card lah why I don't have ah oh don't have ah bro Uh, Bishan Tupayo Jiasi walk over lah. Nobody contesting. Eh, Kimek. Walk over eh. And then suddenly on that day, I saw like the bloody lorry with the PAP flag. Ah, oh, PAP has won. It's a walk over. Pala buto lah. So I was like, oh, fuck lah. In 2000, then the then 2015 elections, that one, um, uh, Dr. Cham Sitong's party uh, led that fight. Well, that was that was uh, that one good also. So um, get back to the topic. Um, so I I'm a bit sad that Mary Mount lost to uh, this SAF general, and like okay, here's the thing. Their election campaign, ah, they have they have always been about like this. Okay, um, the ruler talking about the ruling party, ah, they have always engaged in cutter politics. Where they always bring down the names of the reputation of the other candidates' names and reputation. You know, you know, this time it was very clear cut with uh, WP candidate for Sengkang Jiasi Raisakan. Raisakan got a lot of flag for her comments, which were deemed to be racist and everything. Okay, here's the thing. She said, minorities are prosecuted more than. Um, other races here in Singapore, okay, and I think she gave example like the Chinese and the Angmos don't get it, and she gave clear examples about it. Okay, this is my personal opinion. Okay, it it, it may not reflect to other people, but this is my personal opinion. She's right. I give you one example. Um, you take the city harvest, okay. The pastor and all that. How many millions they embezzled from City Harvest Church? Millions, you know. And how? And, and what did they get? What four years jail? What three years? Three and a half years jail? Another case. Uh, 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 a moss representative like embezzled like what? A few k. And he got like four years. Is it? Okay, that is one. Another one. Um, I don't know whether you all remember this case where. Between a lorry driver and uh, Angmo cyclist, I think came out in the news, and the Angmo cyclist punched the lorry driver, the Chinese poli- uh, lorry driver. The Angmo cyclist didn't get shit lah, sir. I mean, like, didn't did did you hear the news? Like he went to jail for punching the driver. He didn't get shit. So like, you know, I I I feel like this is this is exactly like that. And another another example. Um. The Orchard Towers, the Orchard Tower murder. Just look at the sentences that they got, sir. Out of like four or five of them, okay, and all of them were Chinese. The ones that were involved, one only faced the capital charge, sir. In the first place, all of them were facing the capital charge, and then after that, only one got the capital charge, and then after that, dropped to what four years jail, probation, all that shit, man. You know, like, and then now. What the recent one, the Tekwai riot, go all kena jail, all go jail for rioting. Then the face, the faces were shown on 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 news. All of them got their mug shots, 
But the Orchard Towers one, wow, I want to see the face also so difficult lah, sial. I say, I mean, you all know lah, I also don't want to say anything lah. But it's true what she said, right? Okay, besides the point, she made those remarks, it's true. Some of them may seem offensive, you're right. Some may deem it to be racist, you're right also. At least she owned up to that. She said sorry. She apologized. And then she said that she's passionate about, um, you know, representing the community and everything else. And then um, she apologizes for the comments that she made. And she and she pressed on. Yeah, that's commendable. I mean, coming from opposition, that's commendable. But no, the ruling party decided to, oh, uh, questions of credibility. What makes her still suitable to be a candidate? Blah, 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 blah. See, this is the thing. This is an election. Election is based on what can your party offer the people if you are elected into parliament. Simple as that. That is the basic, basic gist of it all. Okay, it's very simple. We have issues. We have concerns. We have problems. You who are going to form the government, what is your, number one, solution? Number two, how is your reaction? Number three, and what is your action? It's a very simple concept, okay? It's a give and take. We come, to, we elect you, we have problems, we come to you, you solve our fucking problem. It's very simple. That is the whole fucking reason for the MPS, meet the people session. It's a simple, simple thing. Okay, don't fucking result to this fucking gutter politics lah. One this want to discredit this opponent, that opponent. Then so so what? Everybody will think, oh wow, the people in white are oh, so atas, so bago, so pure because they wear white shirt. So you must vote for them. They pour up there. Doesn't work that way lah, sial. Maybe at that time in 1960s, 1970s, 80s, okay lah, different story lah. But now it doesn't work that way. Okay, so um, I believe the media, social media, really. Don't talk about the media lah, please lah. The media is so, 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 so super ruling party, pro ruling party. Why I say this? When um, the elections were over and they reported the uh, results of the election, they, they put it, Straits Times put it as a, oh, uh, PAP has received the mandate to rule the government. Singaporeans have given it to them. They secured 83 seats in Parliament. However, um, they suffered a setback in Sengkang GRC by losing it to WP. What the fuck are you talking about? Why the fuck must you write like that? Why is it a setback? Why is it a setback if they lost to WP? But it is a mandate, if it's, if it's a clear mandate, but if it's won by PAP. Excel, I cannot talk like that, Excel. People have a right to vote. This is my right. If I vote for them, means it's my choice. You cannot say like that. Sir. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not going to read the mainstream media. This is rubbish. So, you know, you make your own choices. You make your own decision by what you read. So, um, it's good that they won. I mean, uh, I personally, I'm very super happy because now they have we have more um, people to represent us in parliament. So, um, coming to that, uh, like what I said, 
the PAP resulting uh, uh, using this kind of polit- political tactics. Okay, um, a few issues. While this, uh, I find that this GE was totally uncalled for. Okay, um, and this was brought up also by uh, recently. I read the uh, Facebook post by a former PAP MP. Um, Mr. Indrajit Singh I don't know whether you guys know or not I mean I don't know whether the younger generation knows about him or not um, He was uh, a PAP uh, member and member of parliament from 1984 If I'm not wrong Until like maybe 2000 uh, Before the 2015 elections I think he left the party okay, He left uh, guys He was not Terminated or fired because he lost a GRC or um, he like resigned, uh, retired. No, he left PAP. Okay, he left PAP. And then um, he gave reasons at that point of time, some sort of like PAP uh, is not like the PAP during his time. Um, the, 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 their vision and his vision is not the same. Um, so he gave a very lengthy Facebook post on um, why uh, what he thought of the PAP calling this GE okay so and I kind of agree because why when I stayed in Amokyu during uh, when I was um, in primary 6 maybe 5 maybe 6 all the way to um, my secondary three, so that was like uh, 1995 all the way to 2000 and 2000 before I moved to to the Bishan Popayo GRC. I was part of the Kebun Baru GRC. So uh, and everybody knows that the Kebun Baru MP is Mr. Indrajit Singh. So, uh, he has helped out my family a lot. I mean, like my my parents would go to uh, him for the MPS, and I would tag along. And then, um, I mean, at that point of time, I was quite young to understand what was going on, or why they needed to see the MP. But you know, everybody like, well, we need to see the MP. We need to we need to see the MP. We need his help. We need his help. You know, parents will always say that, but they never never tell you what is going on. You know. So okay, and then we just go, and then they will say, then um, uh, I would come back with them, and then they will say that okay, like everything is settled, everything is settled. So you know, I, I I grew up with that kind of belief that he helped us, and so far I've read like um, like testimonies from people who seen him, who who go to him. I mean, like they have good things to say about him. Never once have I said that. Mm. Fellow never helped us. Uh, this MP never helped us. Uh, I mean, I I don't I don't I don't have that kind of um um feedback from him. So, um, this is like I said, this is person. This is basically my personal opinion. So I think that he is a good MP. Okay, so he went on to Facebook and he gave one lengthy hell of a post, uh, guys. Um. You all can go and find it. Okay, you, you, I think you all know how to spell Indrajit Singh. Right? It's uh, I-N-D-E-R-J-I-T-S-I-N-G-H. Indrajit Singh. Okay. 
I mean, like, it will be very hard to miss him at that point of time in parliament, you know, because he'll be like, out of all the men in white, he'll be the only one with a beard, a big ass beard. And then he had that this big, damn clean, sh- wow, pure white turban. You know, that kind of what, pure white turban. He'd be like, okay, that is Indigit Singh. You know, you can't miss it, man. He was like the only Singh in Parliament. They were like, so fucking awesome. So like, whenever you hear him talk, it's like, wow, this this guy, he was awesome English. You know, he doesn't talk like the normal, typical, you know, Indian accent. He doesn't talk like that. You know, he talks like, you know, like a big, burly man. Like, you know, like, you know, like, you know those kind of people, like when they open their mouth and they talk, like when they put them on the stand and then they talk, and you know, like, okay, this guy is going to talk some serious shit. And that's what he did. Every time in parliament, he always talked serious shit. You know, like, he was never, like, never, like, talking nonsense or telling things like, uh, cotton come from sheep. Chibai, cotton come from sheep. Your kaka bodo, cotton come from sheep. Yeah, so back to, sorry, I got a bit sidetracked. Um... Yeah, so he gave um, his reasons why he thought that this election was in, uh, forgive my language, it was in poor taste by the ruling party. Um, number one is because it was conducted in the midst of a pandemic. Okay, this has been going around for like uh, one of the headlines for, um, <coughs> excuse me, this election. Um the very the first election in history in the midst of a pandemic the first election in history in the midst of a pandemic okay see when the pm uh, announced that he talked to president halima and then he this uh, president halima dissolved um parliament then issued rid of elections and all that he mentioned in his national broadcast after they dissolved parliament Okay, so I have got the article here uh, by Mr. Indrajit Singh. And if you guys want to read it, it's on Mothership. You can find it. You just type out, go to Mothership, just type out Indrajit Singh. And I'm sure the article will come out. Okay, so what you guys will be interested to, to know is that, okay, I will read from the snippet here, okay. Uh, he said, Singaporeans need to ask them ourselves, is this 1% improvement over the 2011 good enough considering that the odds were stacked against the opposition in this GE and typically when the PAP calls for an election in moments of crisis as it did in 2011 they tend to do very well further there were four budgets rolled out to help Singaporeans just before this GE alright so think about this think about this guys okay they rolled out four separate budgets. They gave us a lot of money, man. I mean, come on. Every Singaporean got 600 for the first payout. And second payout was ranging between 300 to 600 depending on your income. So you got like 1,002. Not to mention your other, your uh, parents getting more money because you have a lot of children and all that yada yada. And then uh, work... Uh, Salary, you know, package, then self-employed getting 3000 to 5000 And then that temporary $500 fund, you know. Um, what he says makes sense. You know, I mean, typically, that's what they do. 
the previous election they did the same thing um the late Lee Kuan Yew passed away and they used this to their advantage and they held a bloody GE and then because of sympathy they won okay so he goes on to say I will go to on to what he wrote he goes on to state how different segments of the population voted okay so he he divided the voters into four categories number one older voters number two heartlanders number three younger voters which is us okay i want to think of myself as a younger voter lah and the one that most of us belong to the sandwiched class or the middle class okay Okay, number one, the older voters. Now, every Tom, Dick and Harry, or every Tom whose Dick is Harry will know that the older voters will always vote for PAP. Okay, you see, uh, I have no issues with that. You know, because we don't know what they went through, man. Okay, they were there when the PAP were, you know, uh, just a band of misfits. You know, like, a newly formed party going against the British, you know, wanting Singapore to self-rule. And I'm not going to give you a history lesson, but you guys know what it, what, what went down. Lah. Okay? They, they saw how Lee Kuan Yew, then Prime Minister, brought Singapore up, you know, from a fishing village, from slums, to, you know, staying in flats, from kampung to a modern city, and all that. So, you know, I mean, they can feel, they can resonate with that, so they can, um, they feel a sense of um, loyalty, you know, to the PAP. I can understand that. There's no issues. No issues. Okay, but the thing that bothers me though is that the older population is rising in Singapore. And as long as the older population is rising, they have that, you know, thought that it's only PAP. So... It's going to, they are going to vote for PAP. Let's, let, let's just admit that, okay? Uh, okay. So what he goes on to say is, what Mr. Singh says is, Older voters, include the pioneer generation, make up about 400,000 votes. Get that? That's a huge number, uh, guys. 400,000 votes. Okay? Indigit believes they mostly supported the PAP due to their first-hand experience of Singapore's rapid development and benefits such as the Pioneer Generation Package, which is what I was telling you guys before. Okay, the second category, the Heartlanders. Okay, the Heartlanders are described by him as mainly those who live in smaller HDB flats, also mostly support the, the PAP. He believes this group are mainly concerned with bread and butter issues and are grateful for the financial support they receive from recent budgets. Okay, so if... It is based on my understanding. Who live in smaller HDB flats? I'm I'm guessing those that stay in the L room flats, the rental flats, and um, maybe the two room flats. That's because he says the smaller one. So I, I'm just putting this in this category, lah. Okay, I have nothing against them, my guys. I have nothing against them. You know, they they stay in these kind of houses. I am not discriminating against them. It's just the category that I I I I. I think that they are put in, okay. So, um, like what he said, he's, he's, he's true, he's right. They they need to worry about the bread and butter issues, you know, like um, 
ex- household expenses you know children school fees that kind of thing so of course they will be afraid that if anything were to happen like PAP does not rule how are they going to get all this financial support that's fine that's fair okay that's fair and he also said that he noted that the workers party and other opposition parties may have found it difficult to reach out to this group of heartlanders as physical rallies were forbidden due to COVID-19. You see, you see, you see the strategy by the PAP. Having this in the pandemic means no rallies. No rallies means you cannot sway voters to your direction. I'm telling you, man, rallies are powerful, powerful tools, I'm telling you. Okay, okay, go on to the third group of voters, which is the younger generation. Inderjit believes that the younger generation, including the millennials, voted against the PAP. That is interesting, right? Voted against the PAP. He said, the youngsters, they want to have diversity of views. They want more contestation of ideas and are not content with one party just pushing their policies without enough debate. They want to be more involved and don't accept the bureaucratic style of the PAP government. Those are heavy words. Huh? Okay, those are heavy words. Okay, by Mr. Singh. Okay. He goes on to say that uh, about them opposition using um, social media to promote their campaign and all that. Blah, blah, blah. So then he goes on and then goes on to talk about the third group, which is the sandwich class. Sorry. Third group, sorry, last group, the sandwich class. Okay, finally, Mr. Singh addressed the sandwiched class made up of middle income, that's us, middle aged voters, uh, that's not me, I'm not middle aged, sorry, ah, gua baru 35 years old, okay, uh, including PMETs. Indigit said the PAP failed to win over this group, hmm, interesting, who are educated and social media savvy. But underemployed. And that's a huge thing that is coming out now. Uh. Unemployed. And the next thing is underemployed. Okay, basically underemployed means um, you own a specific kind of skill set and technical expertise. But you are doing a job that is below that skill set. So that means you're taking uh, maybe a low paying job or a job that doesn't require you to use your exact skills. But maybe skills that normal people also have and you take that job. So, you are underemployed. Okay? Okay. He said the PAP did talk about jobs but failed to convince these voters how the jobs would be created. Indigit also noted that while this group was willing to vote for established parties and credible candidates, in place where the weaker opposition parties ran, they still voted for the PAP. Okay, this one, we got no choice. You know, like for example, uh, Amokyo GRC was contested by PAP and who? Reform Party. I mean, come on, guys. Let's, let's just be honest here. Would you vote for them? They don't have a strong manifesto. They don't have strong representation. You know, they, 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 don't, they don't speak well. You don't capture the attention of the voters. You know, you when you speak, you must bring out your 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 intention, your um, 
love, your dedication, your passion for the country. You know, you must, all this must be heard by the voters. You know, when you talk, you know, in, in, the Reform Party is, is helmed by our late Jairadnam's uh, son, Kenneth Jairadnam. And you know, the way he talks, you know, with his accent, they can just be there. It's a fuck, Lassel. Oh, you do want to listen to him? Come on, lah, please, lah. Okay, you need people with gusto to talk. That only you listen. Yeah, Mr. Singh makes a valid point. Okay, here he goes on to say, uh, the style of campaigning. He criticized the campaigning style, which is like what I was I was talking about, right? Sakan was basically talking about that. Then uh, he also said that voters want a more compassionate PAP. And then um, they should have focused more on the manifesto instead of going for gutter politics, which is what I was telling you guys earlier. Um, then he goes on to say, um, he finished it off by saying, he, he added, it would have been more useful for the PAP leaders to use this reason of um, uh, manifesto to convince Singaporeans of how the plans in the manifesto were superior compared to the plans presented by the opposition. You see, so which brings me to the political debate that was held between the four parties which were um, Dr. Vivian Balakrishnan of PAP, uh, Dr. Jamus of WP, Dr. Chi Sun Juan of um, Singapore Democratic Party, SDP, and some old guy from uh, Progress Singapore Party, which I don't remember, uh, maybe because he's not a doctor. <laughs> no lah. I just don't remember lah. Okay. So, this was the famous debate where James coined that phrase. We don't deny the PAP a mandate. What we want to deny them is a blank check. Okay, that was one that made Dr. James super fucking famous uh, in social media. After that, that phrase... Poof, the thing blew up, I tell you, was like a, wow, it was a bomb boy, he became, I think he became insta-famous after that, insta-famous, so, um, just right, so, um, that was a very awesome debate lah, by all, all of them, so, you can clearly see what, uh, what transpired there, and, uh, basically, I just want to round up this first podcast by saying that, um, it's, it's over, GE is over, we have done our part, we have exercised our right, uh, we have voted in, the new government is going to be formed, um, the ministers are going to take up their posts and everything. Um, I personally, I am very interested to see um, what these 10 MPs and these 12 NC MPs are going to bring to the table in the next 5 years. Whether um, those people in uh, Haugang, Aljunit and Sengkang made the right choice by voting for the opposition and how they will be represented. Because um, the PAP has always had this um, way like, you know, in Aljunit, they don't help the opposition enough. They don't give proper budget to manage the town councils. You know, we all have that come out in the news, you know, misappropriated, uh, mismanaged funds and all that, yada, 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 yada. I mean, like, come on, if you really, I always believe in 
fair playing field. You know, if you want to prove that you're better than someone else, both of you have to be on the same playing field. Then you can purely decide on your ability. You know, don't give the other person, the other competitor. Okay, basically, it's like, it's a simple thing. Two runners in a race. Okay, you don't, both of you have the, um, get the same attire, the same mm, aerodynamic shit suit. And then, and then like, when it boils down to the shoes, you know, one of you gets like the damn fucking expensive $300 shoes and then you give the other person the $50 shoes. And then like, then you run the race. And then after that, when the fellow lose the race, after you say, you see, you cannot even run. But that's not the point. It's not that he cannot run. It's just that the shoes are of inferior quality. So that's what you should not do. You should give both of you guys a level playing field. And then both of you work hard based on what you're given. And then we see at the end of the day who is the better person. That's all it is. Okay. So uh, I really hope that this time the oppositions get a very... Um, more better treatment, more better facilities and funds to manage the town councils, you know, and then um, discuss all these issues that plague the Singaporeans like jobs, COVID, um, unemployment, um, rising costs, GST. Oh man, GST, that's that, that on everybody's mind, right guys? GST, whether it's going to be increased and all that, 2021 is coming next year, whether it's going to be increased or not, man, that is, well, serious stuff, heavy stuff. Um, it'll be interesting, man, this will be really interesting. The first parliamentary meeting will be super interesting. So, uh, I hope that uh, that we get um, better quality, better um, representation so that's what I want um, I will just want to wrap up this first podcast uh, thank you guys those of you who have stuck all this while to listen to me banter about this I know it's a topic that not many of you want to listen to but I just had to get it off my chest um, I will come up with some interesting topics if you guys like it uh, please uh, you can like and comment and share and then you can give me feedback on what kind of topics you want me to cover. More fun topics. Um, this is kind of serious lah. But it's the first topic lah. And GE just ended. So I, I, I had to do it. I had to do it and just get it out of the way. So after that, we can do more more fun topics. Um, please do give me your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to me. Um, I appreciate all your time and your ear for this um, 40 over minutes of your time thank you so much and um, hope to see you in the hope to see you in the next podcast King Nasir signing out Wanakam terima kasih peace ciao we don't matter if you Chinese Malay Punjabi Balagara Just act like a dumbass.